Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Well, welcome to Out of the Blue. It is Sunday the 29th of July. I can't believe we're so far into the year. My name is Heather and I'm flying solo in the studio today. Erin wasn't able to join me, but that's all right. We've still got a lot to cover today. We're going to be looking at Plastic Free July because it is almost the end of July. And we're also going to talk about how some corporations have got on board and the fact that war on waste has made its way back onto the ABC. So stay tuned. Hi, my name's Sarah. I love coming here because they offer vegan food. Hi, my name's Paul. This is my first time at Friends of the Earth. I think it's really awesome and the food's great and really healthy and nutritious. Friends of the Earth Food Co-op, 312 Smith Street, Collingwood. A tuneful experience. A 3CR supporter. So welcome to Out of the Blue. You are listening on 3CR 855 AM. You could also be listening online, podcasting, digital radio. There's no excuse. You need to be listening. And you can also now find our podcast on iTunes, which is super exciting. Or you can go to 3cr.org.au forward slash Radio Blue. Now, as I said, it is almost the end of Plastic Free July, and I'm sure a lot of people out there have been doing their part. Erin and I had a chat about it a couple of weeks ago. I think we were one week in, and we were both talking about some of the things we were struggling with. Um, I have continued to collect the plastic that uh, I've used over the the rest of the month, and I've noticed that uh, I tend to get plastic at the supermarket when I'm hungry. So I've realised that if I go to the supermarket when hungry, I'm not going to make the environmentally friendly choices that I normally would because I just want to get food and get out. And uh, unfortunately, that accounts for my dinner last night. I did go to the supermarket super hungry after the gym and did buy pasta in plastic, even though just down the road was my local bulk food store and I could have gone there and picked up some pasta. So I do feel a little guilty about that. But last week, uh, we had War on Waste come back to the ABC, and it was fantastic. It ties in really well with what Earth Matters was talking about this morning, about community involvement and people getting involved in different um, activities. And War on Waste showed us that communities around Australia are getting on board with trying to reduce their landfill waste. 
And they focused quite a bit on plastic straws. And there was a fantastic nine-year-old on the show. Her name was Molly Steer. And she was talking about how she has visited a whole lot of schools in her community, spoken to a lot of businesses, and is trying to get them to ban the plastic straw. Now, a lot of people know about plastic straws being a problem and it has really surfaced, I guess, in the marine environment since the turtle video came out in 2015. And a lot of companies have gotten on board. So what I want to talk about today are the companies that have gotten on board with plastic straws. But then we're going to talk about a plastic straw is the main problem. Is this actually going to make a difference? So Molly had gone around. And she collected straws on the show. And there were hundreds, particularly under the decking of some locations. And War on Waste talked about how organisations are getting on board. There are plenty of ways that you can ban plastic straws. And one of the organisations, uh, one of the, I guess, solutions out there that have, has been doing the rounds on social media is called the Final Straw. And it's a collapsible straw. And I think this ties in beautifully with some people who are saying that you can't ban straws. Now, what I've been hearing a lot of is you can't ban straws because there are people with medical conditions that need it. And I fully appreciate that. I completely understand and have seen firsthand people who need a straw in order to be able to drink. So there are solutions out there and these solutions can be used over and over and over again, whether it's metal, whether it's bamboo, whether it's glass, there's lots of options out there. So we can still ban the straw, but ensure that we're not excluding anyone in our community and not discriminating against anyone. So I'm going to go through a list of some of the companies that have managed to ban straws or have claimed that they will do so in the future. Now, we did post on our Facebook page a couple of weeks ago about um, some of the hospitality and tourism industry that are looking at banning straws. So there is a really interesting cruise ship um, company, and I'm probably going to pronounce it incorrectly, so I apologise. It's Hertie Gruten, and they tour around Antarctica and the Arctic, and they are aiming... And I'll need to look up how they've been going because they are aiming to be the world's first plastic-free shipping company by the end of July 2018, which, of course, is only two days from now. So I'll definitely have to check their website and see how they're going. Now, that is a huge, huge challenge for them, but they see it as their responsibility to the environment and the environment that they're showing people that they put as little plastic as possible into that environment. Now, Royal Caribbean International has said that they will ban straws on their cruise ships by the end of 2019. And Carnival Corporation, which is a lot of the um, cruise ships that come through Australia, like P&O, they've said they will have no single-use plastic by 2022. So this is some really big organisations who are saying, you know what? We're going to make a stand. We are going to avoid plastic straws. And in some cases, all plastic. Um, We also had an announcement that McDonald's is going to be phasing out plastic straws in their stores by the end of 2020. And interestingly enough, Molly said that a lot of the straws she finds when she's cleaning up are from McDonald's. And she even noted that there wasn't a McDonald's that close by. So they are making their way around the country. Woolies has come out and said that they will not be selling plastic straws by the end of this year, 
which is great because if you take away the opportunities to buy or use these things, people will find an alternative. You can drink a drink without a straw. It's really easy. Give it a go. Um, Coles has said that rather than focusing on the straws, they are going to ensure that all Coles branded uh, items are packaged in recyclable packaging by the end of 2020. Now, if we go back to straws, some of the really big names, and we're talking international brands here, Starbucks has said that they will phase out plastic straws and plastic stirrers by the end of 2020. And Disneyland has made the exact same promise, but for mid-2019. Now, these are big corporations and they are not being forced to make these changes, but finally they're seeing that public pressure wants a change. We don't want these items out there. Now, many people who are for the change will not be using those items anyway, but it's about having a behavior change and getting everybody on board to ensure that we can remove this item that we really, really don't need. Um, now, there are other bans that have been coming into place. Obviously, plastic bags, um, Woolworths and Coles have put in their ban for those. There was a bit of backlash in the beginning, um, but people have now gotten on board and it's really great to see the number of people going to the supermarkets with their reusable bags. What I'd like to see next is I was really disappointed the other day. I went into my local Woolworths and they've got those odd bods, like the vegetables that don't quite look like what we used to, so carrots that are like all over the place. And I really wanted to buy them, but you can only buy them in a plastic bag. Like they're already packaged up, which kind of defeated the purpose. But that's all right. The more pressure we put on these companies, the more likely they are to change. Now, there is also a fantastic website that I discovered when I was doing my search on straws, um, and it's called The Last Straw. So you can go to thelaststraw.com.au, and it talks about companies that are banning the straw or bringing in alternatives like paper straws. So there's a really amazing list of companies out there that are getting on board, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, Because the more that we can get this message out there, the better the environment is going to be. Having said that, are straws the biggest problem? Are banning straws going to have this massive impact on the marine environment, given that we know by 2050 there will be most likely more plastic in the ocean than there are fish? going to go to a quick song and coming up next look I'm going to tell you some things that may uh, I guess challenge you it challenged me when I was reading it but there are some very very good points being made about yes these small changes are amazing yes they make you feel really good about what you're doing but are they making a difference all right we'll be back in just a sec we're going to have Vance Joy with the song we're going home Under the surface, you don't know what you'll find mm, Until it's your time No second chances, but all we can do is try mm, I made up my mind 
Wondering how you pay your donation to the 3CR Radiothon? Well, you can do so online at www.3cr.org.au or call us with your credit card details on 9419 8377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066 and be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to. Well, you are listening to Out of the Blue on 3CR 855 AM on this kind of rainy and dreary looking Melbourne day. I'm hoping the sun's out by the time I leave the studio today. Got a few things I'd like to do out in the garden. Now, today we are talking about plastic straws and Plastic Free July. And for anyone who's been having a go with Plastic Free July or wants to contribute to the show, you are always welcome to send us an email. It is outofthebluetheblue3cr at gmail.com or jump on our Facebook page. We're always posting about what we're up to and you're welcome to get involved and tell us what you want to hear about because there's so many things going on out there. Now, before we heard Vance Joy, I was talking about plastic straws and how on War on Waste last week and that will be airing on Tuesday at 8.30. Definitely watch it or you can catch it on iView. Um, They were talking about plastic straws and how a lot of organisations have decided that they're going to ban plastic straws and this really came about from that turtle video in 2015 with the straw stuck up its nose and they did actually touch on that in War and Waste last week. Now, I think it's important when we talk about environmental issues, sometimes we're very, very quick to, I guess, jump on bandwagons and so somebody will come out and tell you that something's really bad for the environment and instantly we'll go, yes, Of course it is. I definitely want to jump on that. And then we'll come out and we'll be told that something's, you know, something else is, they they want to do something in the environment, you know, logging, but they want it to, you know, it's going to be opening up all these corridors, blah, 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 blah. And for some reason we all go, yeah, now we don't believe that. But when it comes to the environmental messages and simple things you can do like changing to a straw, sometimes we just don't even question and go, of course, well, that's going to make a huge difference. So what I'm going to read very quickly is an article that appeared in the Sydney Morning Herald by Adam Minter. And this article is called Plastic Straw Bands Won't Save the Ocean. Now, instantly, that caught my attention because I've been using a metal straw for a couple of years now. And if I forget to take it out with me, I always make sure that when I'm at a restaurant, I say no straw. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to stop doing that. But this story does paint a really interesting picture about whether banning straws, which all these companies have jumped on board and keep in mind, will probably save money by doing so, whether it's actually going to make a difference. So New York's top cocktail bars are facing something of a crisis. A fashionable global protest movement has nightlife venues scrambling to replace their plastic straws with more sustainable alternatives, such as paper ones, on the theory that doing so will reduce plastic waste in the ocean. It all sounds virtuous, but in reality, it's likely to make matters worse. Straws make up a trifling percent of the world's plastic products, and campaigns to eliminate them will not only be ineffective, but could distract from far more useful efforts. The anti-straw movement took off in 2015 after a video of a sea turtle with a straw stuck in its nose went viral. Campaigns soon followed, with activists often citing studies of a growing ocean plastic problem. 
Intense media interest in the so-called Great Pacific Garbage Patch, a floating France-sized gaia of uh, oceanic plastic, only heightened the concerns. Now, that's interesting. It's the first time it's been described as the size of something other than Texas, which is brilliant because I can picture the size of France, but I've always struggled to picture the size of Texas. But this well-intentioned campaign assumes that single-use plastics such as straw and coffee stirrers have much to do with ocean pollution. And that assumption is based on some highly dubious data. Activists and news media often claim that Americans use 500 million plastic straws a day, for example, which sounds awful. But the source of this figure turns out to be a survey conducted by a nine-year-old. Now, to be fair, I haven't researched whether that is true, but we're going to continue anyway. Similarly, two Australian scientists estimate that there are up to 8.3 billion plastic straws scattered on global coastlines. Yet even if those straws were suddenly washed into the sea, they'd account for about 0.03% of the 8 million metric tonnes of plastic estimated to enter the oceans in a given year. In other words, skipping a plastic straw in your next cocktail may feel conscientious, but it won't make a dent in the garbage patch. Now that really got me thinking. Because giving up straws I found super easy and I feel really good when I do it and I always start a conversation with whoever I'm at with at the time and we talk about why I've decided to go straw-free. But this has got me thinking, yes, I can continue to go straw-free and make my difference, but is it really making a difference? A recent survey by scientists affiliated with Ocean Cleanup, a group developing technologies to reduce ocean plastic, offer one answer. Using surface samples and aerial surveys, the group determined at least 46% of the plastic in the garbage patch by weight comes from a single product. And it's not straws. It's fishing nets. And other fishing nets and fishing gear make up a good chunk of the rest of the pollution. The impact of this junk goes well beyond pollution. Ghost gear, as it's sometimes called, goes on fishing long after it's been abandoned and to, to, to the great detriment of marine habitats. In 2013, the Virginia Institute of Marine Science estimated that lost and abandoned crab pots take in 1.25 million blue crabs every year. This is a really complicated problem. But since the early 1990s, there's been widespread agreement on at least one solution, a system to mark commercial fishing gear so that the person or company can be brought and held accountable when it's abandoned. Now, that's a really interesting thing to think about. I'm going to continue not using straws. I will encourage everybody else to not use straws. I will still support companies that have decided to ban straws. But I suddenly don't feel as good about it as I did before. I suddenly realise that there is a far greater problem out there and it's a problem I've seen. I've been scuba diving before and been caught in fishing line and it took me a while to get out of it because I didn't have a knife on me. I now always scuba dive with a knife. I had to get my buddy to help me that day. But if I couldn't see the fishing line and I was so easily tangled in it, 
I can only imagine what is happening out there in our oceans if 46% of the garbage floating around in the sea is actually abandoned fishing nets. So I think what we need to do moving forward is, yes, we need to continue making our small everyday changes because I can't go out and clean up fishing nets in the middle of the ocean. That is completely out of my control. And that's what Earth Matters was talking about today as well. They were saying that people want to get involved, but there can be barriers that stop people. The barrier that's stopping me from cleaning up fishing net is that I physically can't get to it. But I can have conversations about that with people who do go fishing. And I can talk about the importance of ensuring that you always bring back anything that you take out there with you. I did quite a bit of scuba diving in Indonesia a few years ago and every morning I would do a cleanup on the little reef that was right out the front of the resort. I could just walk straight in every morning after breakfast. And the number of plastic bags I found that had held bait for fishing was absolutely astounding. I wasn't necessarily finding fishing nets or hooks or sinkers or even abandoned fishing line. I was finding other evidence of fishing. So these are conversations you can have. Give up your straw, give up your coffee cup, give up your plastic bags, continue doing this because this will still make a difference. Continue Plastic Free July for the rest of the year. Um, It's absolutely inspirational what some people are achieving out there. But we also have to have those bigger conversations with organisations saying, right, you need to clean up your act. If you're involved in fishing, you need to make sure that you are saving all that fishing line and bringing it back into shore with you. Years ago, we were all concerned about turtles being caught in fishing nets and TEDs came in, turtle excluder devices, and the turtles are now free. But the problem is we still have nets out there that are still capable of catching those turtles. We haven't, we've fixed one problem, but we still have other problems going on. So we do have two days left of Plastic Free July. And I have now realised, as I said before, my biggest problem is I buy more plastic when I'm hungry. Now, I have acknowledged this, and this is a behavior change that I'm going to try and take into the rest of the year. Now, I know Donna, who's also on Out of the Blue, she'll be on in a couple of weeks. She's taken on Plastic Free July for the first time this year. So we will be checking in with her later to find out how she's going. And we've also got Farm, who is currently, I think, on an alternative radio show. It's a little a little wrong of her. She should really be on with us. Um, but she's done a lot of work with microplastics and has been a big campaigner for Plastic Free July for several years. So our team here, look, we talk about plastic pollution. We're also doing our absolute best. So what I challenge you to do is jump on our Facebook page and tell us what you've been doing this month. What have you achieved? What have you found really, really hard? Because if you've struggled with something, chances are there's somebody else out there who's struggled too. And if we're all struggling with something, we can all work together to try and find a solution. I am still trying to find out whether I can recycle SIM cards. Uh, I've worked out where to go with my batteries. Oh, and gift cards is the other one. Plastic gift cards. Uh, I'm currently trying to work out whether you can top them up with extra money. I'm fairly sure you can't, but I'm out there to see uh, what organisations can help me with that. And finally, my biggest thing for Plastic Free July that I've found really unavoidable is the blister packs that medication comes in. So I know there's a company in Germany that is able to recycle that, but it doesn't appear that there's anyone here in Australia. So I'm going to keep looking into that because I feel that's something that I can work on and something that I can try and promote change in. 
So unfortunately, that brings us to the end of Out of the Blue this weekend. I hope you all have an amazing Sunday. If it is sunny, try and get out there and enjoy the sun. And keep in mind that the whales are out at the moment too. So head down to Port Phillip Bay, see if you can see any whales or dolphins passing through. It's uh, it's an amazing time of year. Well, coming up next is Sally with Out of the Pan. So we'll speak to you later. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.